Like many of you, we battled depression during life's ups and downs. Music has always been the one thing that we could rely on to get us through the tough times that we all face. Follow us on our journey as we discuss the healing power of music, interview bands, break down genres, review band biographies, and more. This is the When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast with Blake Mosley and James Cox. And now, the When Words Fail Music Speaks interview. Hey everybody, welcome to When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast, where we fight d- depression with the power of music. Uh, with the top with the top 40 hits under her belt, a Billboard Top 50 with her current release finally free, the release of multiple chart-topping singles, over a quarter of a million combined streams just on Spotify alone, a golden ticket to Idol, we're going to talk about that because that's really, really cool, um, <laughs> and, and, and many more no, no, noteworthy allocates. Uh, this Pennsylvania, right? Pennsylvania. Yes. Yeah. All right. It just says this PA. I'm, you know, I'm not good with abbreviations. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this Pennsylvania native has been receiving positive feedback from radio and and uh, press outlets, including being featured in numerous publications, including Forbes, Music Row, Think Country, WSMB TV, and 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 more. Her current release, finally free, is out on country radio and everywhere digitally and has officially charted in the top 50 on the Billboard Indicator charts. We, she is also recently honored with the Circle Song of the Week for the single uh, presented by the Grand Ole Opry. Here is Mrs. Ba- Mrs. No, Miss Bailey James. To the very end. Not married, right? No, not yet. Yeah, not, not, not yet. Yeah, not married. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. That made me feel accomplished. That's I a lot of stuff. You. Yeah, because um, because I think I read on uh, on your website. Um, uh, let's see here. It's finallyfree.org. It said you started that when you were seven or seventeen. Uh, I started finally free movement when I was about. 18. Yeah, right, but uh, but 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 you started at your music journey when you were 12 years old. Oh, yes. Okay. I started, yeah, I started professionally making music when I was about 12. 12 years old, huh? You, you, so, so I, I guess it was instantaneous that you wanted to be a musician, nothing else mattered? Um, <laughs> well, it started with, I think I'll go back to, like, I was six years old and my dad was singing Johnny Cash to me in the car. And so I had a really, at a really young age, had a lot of love for music. Um, But I didn't know what I wanted to do. I knew that I hated school. I knew that (laughs) I didn't want, I didn't want a normal job. Um, And music was just the thing that spoke to me. And I didn't realize I could sing till I was about 11, 12. Um, So it more just came to me. It wasn't like, one day I woke up and I wanted to be a singer, but I saw like, I saw Taylor Swift. I remember Taylor Swift to me when I was a child was like the queen. 
Like she was God in my eyes. <laughs> so yeah. I remember looking at her and thinking, I wouldn't be mad if I did that. So what is your worst subject in in, in school since you since you and I both hit school? What yeah. what's a, what's the worst subject you uh I was really good at reading. I was really good at writing. And so that was really easy for me. That came easily to me. Uh math was not it. Thank you. I, I, math sucks. Okay. Math sucks. <laughs> math sucks. And you don't even like use half of the stuff you learned in high school that you don't and in I real life. And and I well I wanted to be I, I wanted to be a photographer, you know, you know, in my you know career. But for some reason, they 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 make you take math, and I'm like, you're not gonna use math for for, for true. Click click click. So I'm like, okay, what I <laughs> um, It's true though. I mean, I, like math math was not it. Math and social studies, I wasn't good at. I failed sewing class because I was always talking and never listening to how to actually. So I was always a talker. And my mom's a. My mom, well, I, I call her our professional quilter at home because she quotes a lot, a <laughs> lot. When she when she's not out and about, she's always at a sewing machine doing whatever. But um, uh, go, going back to your to, to your um singing voice, uh, it's re- it's really really um, you know, pretty, you know, and beautiful. Thank you. So, uh, did you did you know you 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 said you you found you found out? How did you find found out that you wasn't like a spur in the moment, like? Hey, sing the song, you know? <laughs> and it- I mean, it, I didn't know I could sing, but I like singing. So I sang all the time. Um, and I think my first time I kind of realized that maybe I was good at what I was doing. I signed up for a talent show in my elementary school. And I, outside of music, am a very shy and anxious person. But when I sing, I'm a completely different person. It's kind of like an alter ego. Um and so I was super nervous, didn't want to do it, but forced myself to, got into the talent show. And my parents were like, well, you can actually sing. So let's take you to Nashville. And that's when I kind of realized that maybe everyone else thought I was as good as I thought I was. <laughs> and that's always good to have, to have people, be, you know, are reading for you and everything, you know, it's really yes. special. Yeah, they're my biggest fans to this day. Nice. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad no one. Uh, well, I'm glad everybody helped you so far. You know. Thank you. Thank you. So I noticed that you wore a Guns N' Roses shirt on a video of Mama Says. And I did. And I love I Guns N' Roses. What you do? Yeah. I'm wearing a Beatles shirt right now. Yes, I love the Beatles. I love you for wearing that too. <laughs> they're they're great. They're great. Um, uh, so. I have a feeling you you are a fan of all music, not just one music. Oh, Am yeah. I, okay, good. good. good yeah, um, I love all kinds of music. Um, I was raised on classic country, so George Jones, uh, Hank Williams, Patsy Cline. Patsy was the first woman that I listened to that I was like, wow. She was the one who really, really made me like want to do music. I remember hearing crazy and thinking, I want to make people feel the way she makes me feel through her music because you can just feel her emotions through the song. So I love classic country. I love heavy rock. Um, my dad got me into like Slipknot and Marilyn Manson. Yes. And <laughs> yes, yeah, so, so awesome. I love heavy rock. I love Amy Winehouse, um, Nirvana, the Beatles, obviously. Right. Uh, Soul. I love 
my band, they play soul all the time, 316. So we play like Stevie Wonder, uh, Gary Clark Jr. Yeah. It's all over the place. Everything, right? Okay. Okay, so I, I sometimes do this with, with some of my guests on the show. What I'm going to do is I'm going to name two bands, and you tell me which one's better that you would rather listen to. Okay. Ooh, okay, okay. So, okay. so since you like all music, I'm going to just... Uh, just go fire, Yeah, fire them out, okay. Um, now, 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 if you have heard of these, heard of these bands, please tell me, you know, because they're really, really good bands, okay. Um, let, let's start it with Country. Reba McIntyre or Garth Brooks? Garth Brooks. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Reba does have a monster of a, of a of a voice too. She can she can nail it. But uh, she is amazing. Yeah. I just have never gotten into her. My family doesn't really listen to Reba. Yeah, I want to say that I grew with a lot with Garth Brooks too. So I'm gonna say Garth Brooks too. So, um, how about uh, Incubus or Deftones? That's that's more. Yeah. Death Death, Death yes. <laughs> yes. I love you even more right now. Uh <laughs> the, the best album I think in my heart is the white the, is White Pony. I agree. That's I agree I, with that strongly. I, yeah. Yeah. I get the mixed mixed uh mixed um uh yes or no about uh Incubus and Deftones. I'm, I'm, like, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Deftones. Yes, yes. But I agree. That's because I listen to them all the time. Exactly, exactly. Okay, so we're get, we got um. Let's see who is. I would do. Let's go with uh, Metallica or make or Me- Megadeth. Ooh, oh. Um. Now, now I will tell you. <laughs> back when I was fourteen, I, I was all over Metallica. Okay. Really? But recently, it's been Megadeth, so I'm going to say now Megadeth, because they have more... I'm going to say Metallica, because that's my dad, one of my dad's like yeah. favorite bands ever. Nice, so. nice. Um, so, let's talk about your videos on uh, on YouTube. Um, in the video um, of the world you're living in, it uh, came out last... No, this is 2022. It came out in 2020, right? <laughs> Uh, um, the video shows you each shows you each time you come on. It's your scenes are in black and white, yes. and the and the rest of the video in color. Um, was that uh, was that a, like a directorial directorial like vision or like you? Because I feel like when it goes to you, it it, it like goes to like you're tired of the world and what it's become. Yeah, and, and then when it goes to the colored version, it's like what it is now. You know. Yes, I, am I, um, am I close on that or like, you are close okay. actually. So my friend, one of my best friends directed the video, uh, his name's Derek. He's chunky monkey on YouTube or something. He's, he vlogs, he's a crazy <laughs> redneck and I adore him, but, uh, he made the video for me and that was his vision, which actually fit what I was writing at the time. I was just really sick of the world, it was full on COVID. Everyone was angry with each other. There were riots. It yep. was like, yep. it was just everyone felt tense. And so I wrote that from kind of a dark place just because it was a dark time. Um, and so I think that the video shows how dark of a place I am in compared to everyone else. It's like a contrast. Nice, nice. It's always good to uh, to do that too. Um, so, oh, okay. So let's talk about your um, American Idol thing. Um, 
I read on the web on your website, uh, finallyfree.org again, uh, that you were the golden t- that you were one of the golden ticket winners of American Auto of twenty nineteen, right? Yes. Right. So, could you explain to me what that experience was like? Like, how did you get invited and leading up to yeah winning the ticket? Uh, so I went to like a cattle call where there was a, I mean, it was in West Virginia. So there was about, I don't know, a couple thousand people there waited in line, um, auditioned, got through, went to like four more rounds and they don't see that there's like at least four rounds in between actually getting to Hollywood week. Right. They think you like get through the cattle call and you get to Hollywood week. No, (laughs) you got to go through the producers and the executive producers and, um, so I went through those four rounds, got through those, and then uh, went to California for Hollywood Week. Nice. Met uh, Lionel, Luke, and Katie. Yeah. My first time on a plane ever, so I was already freaking out about that. Um, and I got two yeses. So Katie and Lionel gave me a yes. Luke gave me a no. What the hell? And I was, I know. <laughs> The only countries are there. And, you know, I got oh my through. God, dude. Yeah. I got through. I got through to the next round. But um, yeah, Luke gave me a no when I was doing country. They told me I needed to be doing more soul and blues, which mm. I completely yeah. agree with oh. now looking back. But at that time when you're in the room, you're like, no, no, I shouldn't. Yeah. Um, well, see, there is kind of a like, like a blues kind of feeling to your music, too. Yes, so, there is. So, well, uh, okay, so I guess, the, the, um, um, do they give you, like, a list to sing from, or do you come up with your own song to sing for them? Um, they give you suggestions for what you should do, what you shouldn't do. Okay. Um, but I sang an original uh, that I wrote for my brother uh, called The One, and I also sang I Put a Spell on You. Ooh. So they were very different songs. And looking right. back, I would have done it differently, but I'm grateful for the experience. Uh, I made it to week one of Hollywood week, um, got sent home round one, but mm. just the experience and being there was super cool. Also showed me what reality TV is like. Yeah. So not- there, there was good, there was good and not so good parts of it, but I appreciated it. Yeah. So reality TV is that real life TV. It's- Oh, not at all. And I'm not, I'm just someone who's so brutally honest that like, right. Which is when, when they would try to get me to be emotional, it just wasn't going to happen. I was like, no, you're not going to get me to cry on reality TV. I don't know how that would work, you know, because for me, it's very hard to cry sometimes. You know, the only time I cry is at a funeral when wrestlers retire. (laughs) <laughs> and like, i love that yeah <laughs> yeah love, it was a, it was a cool experience yeah. and i appreciate the advice the advice that they did they did give me because in the end i took it and i ran with it and i started putting more blues and soul into my music right, right. so let's talk about that that song that you sang for them called the one yes um it's very personal for you yes and when and when the the um your I, I think it's Nicole. Nicole, yes. Your PR yes. person. Your Nicole, right? <laughs> she has a name, y'all. Um, Nicole came um, email my 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 box and said, "I got a I got a special person in mind for your podcast." I'm like, "Let's get her on right now." <laughs> I, <laughs> I know, you know, because um, what what we talk here is about how music can cure depression, and it's a and and 
some songs mean more like sung than talked about if you know what I'm saying you know no I completely yeah. agree yeah. um music has been healing for me in my journey from you know grieving my brother I lost my brother to suicide um he struggled with mental health issues his entire life and uh losing him at such a young age was difficult it definitely changed my perspective on mental health and when I started struggling with my own mental health I have depression and anxiety and OCD um it helps me understand more what he was going through. Uh, and so I use music to kind of just promote being open and being authentic. And, you know, I think mental health is so stigmatized and just people really judge yes. Um, yes, when you say that you're not okay. And I am someone who's like, well, I don't, I don't give, what the, I'm not going to curse, but I don't care about <laughs> what they think. Yeah. I don't care about what they think. So I'm going to be that person that talks about it through my music, talks about my brother, um, because that's what he would want and talks about my own struggles. So other people feel less alone. So music is very, very healing. And I found it in writing my own music. I found it in other music. Amy Winehouse is one of my favorites because I was going through a really, really hard time. And I remember listening to her and feeling like, okay, she gets what I'm going through. You know, I can feel her pain and it feels like my pain. And so it was, it was comforting in a way. So uh, the one came out on September 26, 2019. And it did. Um, so you reached out to a lot of people sending in pictures and you put it in the video, correct? I did. Uh I basically put a post out on my Instagram and I was like, I'm making a video for the one, um, anyone who has lost their loved ones and wants them in this video, I'm more than happy. And so we collected all those pictures and, uh, I think Zane's in there. My grandfather is in there. I think so. Um, and also some of my friends, some of their grandparents and their cousins, aunts, uncles are in there. Nice. It's, It's a very awesome song. And, uh, and beautifully uh, directed by who who put the you know, um, music video together. It's awesome. It's awesome. Thank you. Um, you have a website also. Um, of course, you have um, baileyjames.com, right? Where, where you get my uh, merchandise and and see get my tour dates. Tour dates. And then um, are are you going on tour sometime in the near future? Since this COVID is about, about done with 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 us. Yeah, I mean, I've been on tour. I was a uh in Montana, Bozeman, Montana. And then we came right back and we did a 42 hour road trip to, um, oh my gosh, St. George, Utah. Right. So it was intense. <laughs> it was, but yeah, we're, we're hoping to be on tour all summer, me and my band. Um, they're just amazing. And I want people to be able to hear them. They have their own stories and, um, they help me with my own issues. So it's kind of like a big family. Nice, nice, and that's that's all that matters, right? Um, so let's talk about the uh, finally free org. Now this is a now this is an organization built around speaking up on suicide thoughts. Am I correct on that, or is it like something more powerful? Than yeah, that? I mean, it's a a basically an organization, a movement. I like to call it uh, just for mental health, and um, 
I started it last year when my mental health was at its lowest. I just remember I was doing music and, you know, posting on Instagram all the time and doing that thing, but I wasn't feeling, I had no purpose at that point. Music was, you know, getting me along, but I I needed something more. And so um, at that time I was like, you know what, maybe starting a mental health movement um, in honor of Zane and also just to help my own struggles would help me. And it has greatly. So yeah, it's a movement um, to raise awareness. Um, I have my own little podcast that I do occasionally. I, yeah, that, yeah. I think you're on episode two. Or, or well, yeah, we just recorded episode three. So, so. okay, yeah, because that's all episode two on your um, well, finally free dot org website. Yeah, you post them on 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 yes, website. I did. Yeah. yeah, I brought my uh my dad on because he uh he struggled with uh, alcoholism after my brother passed, and he's about f- almost four years sober now. So. Nice. Yeah, we went and uh, talked about that. And I bring different people on. Um, I'm bringing a few artist friends on. Uh, the lady that I'm about to have on is an amazing uh, just mentor and public speaker. So it's fun. It's fun getting to interview people and talk about them. It's right. weird when you switch roles. I'm like, oh. It is. You're like, oh, wait a minute. This is strange. <laughs> uh, um, there was a... Uh... A video I saw. I just watched it. I don't know where it is, but uh, it it it's it's like you work with J- J- Josh. Thank you, J- Josh or Jason. I gotta look it up. The Jason Foundation. Yes, yes. Right. Thank you for that. Thank you. So okay. So so uh, what what kind of foundation is that? Is that like another suicide prevention? Yeah. Um. So it is actually uh, an organization outside of Hendersonville, Tennessee which is oddly right where I live now. But when I first met them, I was about 13 um, and I am their first youth spokesperson. And I uh, was really blessed because I I, I get to be alongside artists like the late and great Charlie Daniels and Rascal Flatts. They're all part of it. And um, Clark Flatt, the founder, lost his son at the same age as I lost my brother. And so we have a lot in common and we bond over that. Um, and I've been able to do amazing things with them. Uh, I released a song called I Won't Be Silent. That's and great. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a great song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And it's all about uh, that movement. Um, and I got to sing the national anthem for Charlie Daniels at one of their events, which was crazy. I definitely butchered it because I was nervous, oh. but oh. it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I'm sure nobody really mind. You know. Yeah, I hope so. But um, yeah, yeah. There was one of the questions that I had for you, but I lost it. Oh, oh. no, no, no. I, I, right. So I was going to say, it's, it's awesome that you are speaking up for people with uh, suicide thoughts or like going through some stuff mentally, because it seems like now it's all about them and not, not someone else, you know? Yes. And I'm, I, and definitely, I'm, I think, um, the, the ideas around mental health and how to deal with it have changed greatly and more people are speaking up about their own struggles. And I think when they see someone like me, sometimes they might look at my social media and think she has it so good. It, her life is perfect. Um, but that's definitely not true. And I, I think being more authentic to yourself and just being like, Hey, I struggle and here's how I can help you. And here's how you can help me. It's right. better than anything. Awesome. Awesome. 
Well, uh, for our listeners, um, you can contact Miss Bailey James. I want to love your name, James, because uh, my my first name James. So yes. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best name on earth, right? My mom hates it. She's like, I named you Andy for a reason. I'm like, nah, I don't like that name no more. That <laughs> 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 yeah. cracks. So, yeah, my I I used to hate my name actually. Yeah. I was like. Bailey, it's like beer and bars and yeah, some yeah, because yeah, uh, um um, isn't there like an alcohol drink called Bailey's or something? Yeah, yeah. and yeah. there's a bar called yeah. Bailey's. Yeah. Oh no! Oh no! But, yeah, but I always tell my mom that Dad won the naming war. You know, because he's named me. He he named me James. So, yeah. So he won the war. <laughs> but uh, for for our listeners though, um, you can contact Miss Bailey James on Facebook on Bailey James Gang, and her website is baileyjames.com, and her Instagram is also baileyjamesgang, which I contacted her before this. So I, it works. She she will respond. Which I do I, respond. Which I, which I do love, because some, some artists are like, nope, I'm not, you know, it's like, why? No, I think that's a very important part. Oh, and yeah. that's, that's how I built my following on Instagram. I have right. quite, quite uh, now it's really intense. But <laughs> right. back when, it, when, when I didn't have as many... Um, followers i tried to respond to everybody and i still do because i really look at them as like family right that's awesome so oh okay uh so her she has another website which we which we discussed on her called finallyfree.org please go there um and interact with her also and her instagram also on there is finally free movement on instagram yes cool and if you ever need to talk to somebody um, you could always call the suicide hotline number. It's 1-800-273-8255. And I think if you don't want to call them, you can always text them. Do you know something about that? Or, like, I think you can text them, right? I think you can, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, yeah. So, awesome. Um, we do, honestly, appreciate you coming by um, and talking with us. I like, I like this is such a powerful subject. Um, you know, I think it needs to be talk, talk, to talk with a lot more than what it is right now. Cause I, I think, agree. cause I think most people consider it as a joke, you know, really sometimes. And it's not, you know, uh, I think definitely yeah. my generation considers it a joke, right, right? Um, but they, they take nothing seriously. So we're trying to change that. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, um, if there's any time you... Bailey, um, need to talk to somebody, you can always text me at, at, at Instagram or anything. So I'm here for you, and, uh, and I love what you're doing, um, promoting, you know, um, good good things. So good things are, are coming to your way very, short, very shortly. I, 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 I think so. So, um, yeah, so thank you, everybody, for listening to the podcast, and uh, stay safe from the war. Thank you all. Bye.